I am so glad that you are joining Cindy LeFevre Yorks for this episode of His GPS for Your SOS. We pray these encouraging words will enrich and bless your day. The Armor of God, Part 6, The Helmet of Salvation and the Shoes of Peace. We're almost prepped for head-to-toe body armor now, friends. We're in our last installment of my six-part series. In this, our last podcast in the series, On the Armor of God, we will look at two extremes in our head-to-toe body armor, the helmet that protects the head and the shoes which protect our feet. Roman helmets back in ancient times, featured cheek plates that even protected the faces of the warriors. This was particularly helpful to soldiers battling German barbarians who were known to wield axes. A visor was also incorporated to enable soldiers to access a better long view and further protect them. All helmets are designed to protect the back and sides of the head as well. And the Romans enjoyed showing off their helmets with decorative plumage making their appearance somewhat regal and authoritative, even if the addition didn't increase any protection. As for the footwear in Roman armor, boots were the order of the day. The boots of officers were called embromides. They featured a feline head on them. Standard soldiers wore fancier campaign militarius boots and another style called caliga. Elaborate hobnail studs adorned caliga boots, which also featured extra-thick soles designed to protect the tender bottoms of the soldier's feet. We are told in Luke 179 to guide our feet into the way of peace. In 1 Psalm 66.9, we read that God keeps us in life and does not allow our feet to slip. So we can trust Him as we outfit our feet with the shoes of peace. We can also rejoice in knowing that as we read in Nahum 1.15, that on the mountaintops we can find the feet of those who bring good news and announce peace. Pondering the nature of both head and feet of the armor of God got me to thinking about the prophecies in Isaiah. We know that naturally a blow to the head can do far more damage than one to the feet. And in Isaiah 53.10, the prophet speaks metaphorically of God wounding Satan's head. But Satan, he states, only bruises Jesus' heel. I, for one, am grateful for that, because we are all more than conquerors in Christ. And that's from Romans 8.37. We know we can trust that we are fully protected from head to toe. We would do well to set our intentions as we secure the helmet of salvation on our vulnerable heads and slip on the shoes of peace, knowing our feet are protected and firmly planted on the solid rock of the triune God. Join me in being mindful of God's armor, intentional about implying it, and continually thanking Him for all He does to secure and protect His children, whose names are permanently written in the book of life. I'd like to read now an excerpt from my first book, The Side Door, entitled Unwrapping Present Moment Gifts, Trusting in Joy for the Final Tomorrow. If you've ever been in the presence of a strong Christian who was completely ready to meet their Maker, you don't soon forget their amazing level of peace. I had the pleasure and privilege of being with a handful of such people as they have prepared 
to claim their glorious inheritance. Once, in particular, embodied what it meant to fully trust in the ultimate tomorrow. As a young orphan placed in a Christian home in her native Philippines, one of my friends had devoted herself to the Lord at an early age. Throughout her life as an unmarried woman, she suffered many health challenges, yet chose joy and filled her life with worship and service to her Father God. Her choices could have been much different. She could have spent her life complaining about being lonely, about her aches and pains and serious illnesses, and even about financial struggles she endured. Yet she faced battle after battle with cancer, endured kidney dialysis, and finally complications from a stroke with courage and conviction, knowing in her mind and in her heart exactly where she was going. She would testify to these truths in her hospice bed to anyone who would listen for as long as she was still able to speak. On one of the last nights of her life, I stopped by her room to visit and could see she was no longer able to converse. I talked to her a while and eventually decided to play the Revelation song by Phillips, Craig, and Dean from my phone music library. As I held her hand and sang along with the artists in the room, her lips began to move. I could see her body becoming animated during the song. Slowly, deliberately, she began to raise her only good hand in the air, as high as she could, praising Him in the only way her body was still able, but clearly with 100% of her mind and heart. I will never forget this moment as I was honored that God let me be a part of it. Seeing her valiant, overcoming attitude helped model for me how I want to spend my last days if I have the ability to plan. And if I'm able in those days, I want to praise God for all He did in my life, thank Him for however many days He gave me, and model for others what that trust can look like as we look forward to eternity in paradise with the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We don't need to wait until we're dying to imagine the joy we will experience in the new Jerusalem. In John seventeen sixteen, Jesus said, We are not of the world, even as I am not of it. When we live with the perspective that we are checked into a motel while we wait to settle into our kingdom digs, we can endure hardship with a Christian perspective. Our momentary troubles are preparing us for an eternal glory. As Paul said in 2 Corinthians 4.17, checkout is coming. And the keys to kingdom living include living in faith today as you anticipate tomorrow's joy. And the doorpost is, but our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like His glorious body by the power that enables Him even to subject all things to Himself. And that's from Philippians 3, 20 to 21. Thank you for joining us today for this episode of His GPS for Your SOS. Cindy also posts encouragement daily on Instagram. Her blogs can be found on her website, cindyyorks.com. Her entire Door Devotion trilogy is now available on Amazon. Amazon. 